were off. All right. Awesome. Wait, where were you? Do you mind saying where you were? Yeah, yeah. I'm a consultant for Robert Half. It's a accounting, well, mainly a, like a glorified temp, if anything. Um, <laughs> they just put me in projects that are like three to six months. And um, so like right now I'm working for this medical supply company and I'm working on like it's month end right now. So I'm just closing the books for the month and it's just pain in the ass, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> how do you, how do you find these jobs? Um, so I applied at Robert Half. Uh, like a year ago and um, they they put me in two temp accounting positions and, uh, and they were like one was like what three weeks long the other was like two weeks long and mm-hmm. um, and I, I it went well like I had good reviews and they were like uh, they were like hey you have a really good resume and you have a degree a good work experience so you want to be our salary professional service uh, uh consultant sorry where basically mm-hmm. they pay me salary plus benefits and then they will mm-hmm. put me in a job for like three to six months and then after well usually it's three months or four months but then after i'm done i'm wrapped up with the project i will be uh i, I will be on bench time but i'll still be getting paid while i'm on bench time what's bench time mean so basically, I'm sitting, I'm at home, not working on bench, but I'm still getting paid. That's a pretty sweet deal. It's a pretty good <laughs> deal, yeah. That's bench not bad. Time. Yeah, it's yeah. not bad at all. I, I I enjoy it. I started what a year ago, and it's been it's been great. Uh, the only thing that sucks now is like, even though I'm still able to get employed, like, um. <laughs> There were people who weren't a- they weren't able to find jobs for because of the pandemic, and they got uh, laid off. And then when they mm-hmm. applied for unemployment, they end up a lot of them are getting paid more through unemployment mm-hmm. because of that six hundred dollar bonus a week. I heard of that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what is that? I'm. What? Uh, so there is. So uh, I think it was part of the CARES Act. And basically, because of the pandemic, you people on unemployment would get 600 bucks on top of what they already get through unemployment. But that ends July 31st. So by the time July okay. 31st ends, they're gonna everyone's gonna be back on regular unemployment. So it's whatever they had, like. So some people are getting a thousand bucks a week, but it's gonna be back. It's gonna be like 400 bucks a week by the time it's over. I think that's. Uh, such a joke that some people were making way more money on by not doing anything at home, you know, versus doing their job. Don't you think that's hilarious? Dude, it's hilarious. And especially like a lot of them are comics, <laughs> like, <laughs> comics that a uh, comedians that I know, you know, like, like, uh, like there, I, I could, I could list a bunch of friends who were like getting paid nothing. And then they started, you know, getting paid a lot more through unemployment. And now it's like, well, I mean, comedy is definitely not, or at least open mic comedy. It's not going to die for sure. Like, so, I, so I, <laughs> so what I don't understand is, so how do comics, comedians, what are they filing for in unemployment? How are they getting money from unemployment? Well, it depends. So there are some comedians, well, most comedians similar to me, like they work like the gig economy, right? So mm-hmm. it really depends on like how much money they made, like, the previous months based on gigs and like if it's um like if it's 
enough, you know what I mean, to file for unemployment. And some is just like like most comics, they worked like Uber or Lyft or fucking mm-hmm. waiter jobs or bartenders or mm-hmm. like all sorts of jobs, you know. So doorman. Like, yeah, doorman. Also, just mm-hmm. like, so like right now, people on like who worked at like yeah, who worked like the doorman at a comedy club, they could like okay, obviously pandemic hit, they can't work, so they have to file for unemployment. Oh, how much you got paid? Oh, like what? <laughs> 10 bucks an hour blah 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 so they get yeah. unemployment which is a percentage of that plus 600 because of the cares act mm-hmm. yep yep so, so anyway so where'd you go you mentioned college where'd you are you from dallas that's what you're yeah. you're all meant from dallas you from Texas? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> where'd because you go to college people, uh i went to oh, university. People, what's up go ahead go ahead no, I was going to say, yeah, people can't spell Al-Qadri, so I just put yeah, exactly. Um <laughs> But I, uh, I, I went to University of Texas at Dallas. I graduated from oh. accounting. Yeah, when I graduated from, well, when I started college, I literally, before even enrolling, I Googled the best job to, best degree to get job with, and then accounting mm. was number one. So for me, Smart. like even now, I'm an accountant, but this is all means to an end, you know, hopefully. I don't know. Knock on wood. You want to be a comedian. You don't want to be yeah. an accountant. Right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, exactly. I mean, I mean, like, I'm able to work during the day, and then at night, you know, I run my own open mic. I have my own shows, so I'm able to balance accounting and comedy. So I was doing great. I mean, I still am doing well before the pandemic. Dude. So, all right, so, so what is your mascot? I've never even heard of University of Texas, Dallas. Uh, we're the Comets. <laughs> the, the Comet, yeah. like like Space Comet? Yeah, like a Comet, yeah. And then yeah. our mascot yeah. is, is uh, it's it's Comet smelt, it's spelled backwards. It's Tomek, Tomek, Tomek. <laughs> That's hilarious. And it's this, like, weird, uh, he looks like a flaming sperm. That's pretty much the joke <laughs> at the school, yeah. Wow, that's fun. Is it a big school? Uh, not really. I mean, it's gotten bigger. But when I mm-hmm. went there, it was like, I'd say it was, it was what, 40,000 students, 50,000 students? Oh, that's huge. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm, yeah. Thinking like big, I'm thinking like SMU or like UT or big state schools, you know? You just think in, in Texas standards, cause everything's bigger in Texas, right? That, so. that is. Dude, you're, honestly, you're right about that because my exactly. scale is everything, yeah. I um, thought you didn't think 40,000 people is that many. You're like, <laughs> like, that's not that big. But there's some schools that have 400 people, you know. There's some tiny schools out there. But, oh, like tiny colleges with 400 people? Yeah, what do you think about that? Would you ever go to – I kind of like the idea of – I always wanted to go like a small college kind of. But I end up going to a big one, but – I mean, I wouldn't like it because I went to a small private school in high school. I went, and my graduating class of 2011 was 19 kids. Wow. <laughs> what was that like? <laughs> it was great. Was it was a nice, I mean, I, I obviously did not hit 1% or top 10% because top 10% for our class is only two people. <laughs> <laughs> so, you didn't, you so. didn't get on podium? You didn't uh-huh, on podium? Nope. No, I did not. No, I did not. Yeah. Unfortunately, because the people who are 
who were top two are fucking wildly successful. One is like gradu- she graduated like our was the uh, valedictorian for our class, and she was valedictorian for the SMU Business School. And I think she wow. like last time I heard from her, she was working at Goldman Sachs. Like she's doing great. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, yeah, and I'm and I'm and I'm a I'm an accountant with a with a dream, so I think I'm winning. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to ask you. So where did you start doing comedy? Did you start in Texas, or did you start out here? I started in Texas uh, about three. Uh, well, I actually started improv comedy. So I, after college, I wanted to just do comedy, but I just didn't know what because there were no outlets, and I barely knew anything about open mic scenes or anything. And then one of my friends was like, "Hey." there's this improv class at Dallas Comedy House. I took it. I mean, I didn't like it, but I know you would. <laughs> I was like, all right. So, <laughs> so I took so I took a class at improv. Uh, I took an improv class at Dallas Comedy House in January of 2016. Yeah. And I just fell in love. And, and then I started doing improv, started doing sketch comedy, started doing stand-up. And, you know, I just got into it really quickly, and 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 it was like as soon as I took the first day of class, like I got, I'd say, the comedy bug bit me, I guess, and I've just been addicted huh. ever since. Yeah, you're probably about my age then. What are you, 27? Yeah, I turned. I actually turned 27 two weeks from now, or three weeks from now. Yeah. Oh, okay, yep. I just turned 27. That's funny. We're like the same age. Just turned 27. So. Oh no. Nice. So how does improv because i've never done improv how does that compare to stand-up like does it help you with stand-up okay it's a one-way street improv helps stand-up stand-up does not help improv at all which Hmm. is fine (laughs) um yeah interesting which yeah because uh improv is all about uh you're quick on your you know it's quick thinking and you have to yes and and when i say quick thinking as in you don't think and then you react quickly to what someone has says and then you yes and that information um and and mm-hmm. it's cool with improv because in that scene there's you learn heightening and you learn how to heighten funny shit pretty quickly um i've what i mean it's helped, mean? like like um for example like uh for an improv scene there is it's like uh you like there's a silly little character right and like let's say an old grandma character that's just like oh everything sucks right Hmm. and then you you put so it's like oh let's put this character in like a funny situation so you like tap everyone everybody out in the scene except that character and then you would put in starbucks right and then you would heighten Hmm. so you take a starbucks okay let's take them to the airport okay that's even funnier situation okay and then fucking um hell or hell or heaven you know put them in heaven oh everything sucks you know and it's just like heightening Mm -hmm. in different situations so um i'd say that and then i mean improv is a great like basis of comedy so i'm pretty happy or fortunate that i started improv and then i went to like sketch comedy and stand-up comedy Wow. So you also do sketch com like do you do make videos on the the social meds as they say? Yeah, man. Follow me on Instagram, Ahmed from <laughs> Dallas, every all your yeah, listeners out there. And then yeah, just yeah. scroll through. Yeah. I just wrote another one. Yeah, it was like a daily what are, show. What are they? 
honestly, just they're just whatever sketches you could think of. Like, um, but okay, actually, my favorite one, and it's like you don't have to scroll too far. It's like a couple posts down, but it, I posted it in March. It was the Ethan Hawk sketch, and I wrote it, and I had me, Perry, and and Monty. Uh, we filmed and shot it together. Um, so that's like one sketch comedy. So there's sketch for video. There's like the black box theater sketch style show, like UCB or Groundlings. So, um, wait, which, I mean, um, so did you do, sorry, sorry to cut you off there. Um, no did, worries, did no you worries. do, um, have you done improv out here? Like in Groundlings? Have you done that kind of I, UCB? Yes. Yes. I actually just passed intermediate and I, I applied for the diversity scholarship because why not? And, they were they were reviewing my application, but then the pandemic hit, so we never got our results back. And I I was like really, I really think I got that result. That's cool. I really right. think I got it because my plan was to get the scholarship and then uh, pay for my or get the half scholarship and then go for uh, advance for Groundlings. So you do improv and then do sketch. But I had I was doing a lot of improv comedy back in Dallas. I was in a troupe called Sun Glow. We would we were in improv festivals um, all around USA. Wow. We would travel. Yeah, we did Oklahoma, Kansas City, Minnesota. What's that like? What's an improv oh. festival like? It's, <laughs> it's <laughs> it sounds <just> crazy. <laughs> think 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 like it's like a a, a Comic Con but nerdier. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> and, they have, and it's it's a, it's a comic con but sadder. <laughs> um, I've never been but, to comic con. Have you? Yeah, I I, walk, I remember walking past them, and honestly, it looks fun. Like I get the funny thing about cosplay, it's like they know it's silly, but it's like, hey, we're just having fun here, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, makes sense. Uh, yeah, yeah. Exactly, Are you into this? Yeah. You into the superhero movies and all that stuff? I mean, I I get it, yeah. In the beginning of I, – I get it. Yeah, I'm a fan. Like, my girlfriend and I, we did, like, a Marvel movie marathon. Uh, Which ones you watch? Every single Marvel movie. That was how, out. How many is that? 26. So we started from what? Iron Man. <laughs> yeah, we started from oh. Iron Man, and we ended at Spider-Man uh, Far, Far From Home. Is that the newest Spider-Man? Yeah, it was like the latest one. It was after Avengers Endgame. Wow. What? So, what are your? What's like your top five Marvel movies then? Um. Uh. Well, number one for sure. I don't know. Avengers Infinity War was great too. I'd say like if I have to pick a one and two interchangeably, it'd have to be Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame. Uh, three would okay. be so. Civil War was really good. Let's see. Number four was um, or I'd go with Iron Man, the first one. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. It, when you watch it, yeah, we rewatched it. And it's like, damn, it's a fucking classic. Classic. <laughs> and that. Yeah, yeah. And number and number five would be Thor Ragnarok. Oh, that's directed by. Taiki Watiti. Yeah, Zach, yeah. Exactly. He he's a, I like him. Yeah. Have you seen Jojo Rabbit? other movies? Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen it. I heard it was good. I got into him uh, from What We Do in the Shadows. Heard that was great. That I haven't was, seen it. 
Yeah, it was one of my favorite movies ever. It was, um, it's great. You got to watch it. But yeah, man. About, um, you got to get back to work? No, 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 not at all. Okay. Go ahead. I was going to say, isn't that about uh, vampires? Um, yeah. It's the Shadows? Yeah, it's a mockumentary of what we do in the Okay. Shadows. Dude, speak of mockumentaries, I, I love Christopher Guest. You know Christopher Guest? Oh, yes. Have you seen his movies? Uh, can you remind me one movie? Just because like, oh, you yeah. know how when you have like all these catalogs just pop in your head. And you can't yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. He's got his most famous one is probably Best in Show. It's the one with the dog show. It's they're all oh, mockumentary yeah. style. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They're, I remember. And then yeah. I think he he had another one. It was a newer one. I'm trying to remember. Mascot. Yeah. On Netflix. That's what. Yes, that's the one. Yeah. Mascot. Yeah. And, <laughs> And then there was uh, Waiting for Guffman. Yeah, I love Waiting for Guffman. That's a great mo- – I just watched that for the first time. Yeah. It's a great movie. Was he in Was he in Princess Bride? I don't – that's one of those Not movies. Not in that it, every- but, like, he had did – he, did he, like, write it or no? I – because I don't know because I don't think I've even seen Princess Bride. That's, that's one of those movies that everybody loves, and I just haven't even seen it. Dude, you know, I honestly, you have those. I was also late to the party guy. I never saw it, and it, like so many people are like, "Oh, it's my favorite movie," and I saw it with uh, one of my improv buddies back in Dallas, and I was like, "I mean, I get it." <laughs> like, <laughs> what Princess Bride? It, yeah, it, I mean, it's still an old movie. Yeah, it's like eighties, <laughs> late eighties. So exactly. So you feel all the like shitty aspects of an 80s movie like you know the bad yep. production all that stuff and the you can feel like strings holding people. yeah and the acting like the uh like like i'd say two weeks ago i saw ace ventura the first one. Oh yeah and, yeah yeah with jim carrey and i mean i laughed like two times because <laughs> of, they were really funny but but I, I'm. But what I was thinking, like back in the day, like everyone thought this was the funniest fucking movie in the world, you know. It was more groundbreaking at the time. Exactly. Yeah, the performance and like, you know, <laughs> the, you, the easy you, transgender jokes. So. <laughs> oh, I heard there's <laughs> there's a lot of that. Are you more of a Sandler or Jim Carrey fan? Oh, Jim Carrey for sure. Oh, I like. Oh, I like both though. Jim Sandler was. Sandler does make a bunch of shitty movies, but it's like an acquired taste. You end up just loving them. Like, because I saw a click <laughs> the other day on Netflix. I saw a click just for fun. That's a great movie. Yeah, and I enjoyed it. You know, I like yep. both of movies. Jim Carrey is great. But like, Dumb and Dumber is one of the best comedies ever. Okay. Yeah, I I, I can see that. But um, I haven't really – have you gotten into the Sandler Netflix stuff? Uh, Yeah, I, I have. It's everything. All his movies are on there. He he signed like a huge contract with them, where he's just making movies with Netflix now. So, which ones are you seeing? Well, the new, the latest Netflix only movies. No, I haven't seen those. I tried seeing the Do Over with him and David Spade, and I was like, yeah, no. yeah. I did like, the exact same thing. <laughs> I was like, no, nah, that's. I didn't even get to like. 20 minutes in, and I was like, yeah, I'm not. But everyone's saying uh, The Wrong Missy is really good. Yeah, that's a David Spade one. Heard that was good. Yeah, I heard that uh, one was great. 
I heard Uncut Gems was great. Oh, that one is great. You need to watch that. That one is Oh, it is? Phenomenal. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Like, because the Safdie brothers, it's the Safdie brothers that wrote and directed the movie, and it's brilliant. Everyone keeps talking about the Safdie brothers, but I don't even know who these guys are. Like, what? So, what so they, they, they released two independent movies. So one was uh, Heaven Knows What, a great movie, and the other one was Good Time. And that one was released a couple years ago. That one was with Robert Pattinson. And Good Time, like, you got to watch it. That's also on Netflix. You got to watch it. You'll see why, like, it, it start, they started becoming, like, in the independent theater, like, in the independent movie scene, they were, like, the new big thing. Like, they're like, holy shit, have you guys heard of the Sassy Brothers? They make really good movies. And then mm-hmm. and then they they were able to build up enough clout after a good time to, to um, – to to start shooting uncut gems because they were like they they were like hey we're big enough to get Adam Sandler <laughs> and yeah. end up being one of the best movies. Um, you know that last year you're talking you're talking indie directors. The indie director that I'm really high on right now is Ari Aster. Ari no, Aster. He's a director of Midsummer, Midsummer, and oh, I've heard of Mid- I need to see Midsommar. You gotta watch. Do you have Amazon Prime? Yeah. Yeah, it's on Amazon Prime. Yep. For free? Oh. Yep, for free. Recommend it. Oh. It's a I'll, really uh, good. Okay, since you, I'll give you. Okay, since you gave me a recommendation, I'll recommend you a show called Fleabag on Amazon Prime. Check it out. I've heard. Yeah, I hear that one's really. What makes that one so good? It's just. You just have to watch it. <laughs> Is it British? Yeah, but it's funny. It's I'm not. Like, I'm not big on British stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, but I, I don't. I, <laughs> but I think you would like it still. Okay. Is it funny? Very funny. Okay, because because I just want to say like you know when people try to say that the British Office is funnier than the Office, like that's hilarious yeah. to me. That's yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, American number one. Not. American number. No, I'm not saying. I'm not comparing the names. I'm saying. I don't know. Maybe I am. No, but I'm just saying. I just like my mom likes like BBC stuff. My mom's big on BBC. And yeah, just, then she she would love Fleabag. I'm sure she's heard of it. Probably. She probably watched it. She probably did. But yeah, like, I never okay. got. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was go just gonna ahead. say. I never got into like the Great British Bake Off. You know that one? <laughs> no, that's my mom's favorite show. Exactly, that's a mom show. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, wait, I saw you were doing like virtual stand-up shows. Is that, are you doing those? Uh, honestly, the one this Sunday is my first virtual stand-up show. Oh wow! Are you nervous? Uh, not really. I'm just. I'm just going to do the jokes that I normally do. Oh, well, I have been writing every three jokes a week still. So I'm probably wow. just going to, like, mix in those three jokes and do – like, I'm going to do my Ramadan bit. I haven't done that in a while. <laughs> yeah. How's it going to work? Uh, I don't know. Uh, honestly, I, I, I'm, I'll i just let you know how it goes. Or you could just uh, sign in and just watch. Yeah, you should plug it. Like, how do people watch it? 
I think yeah, it's on Zoom. You just have to go on Flappers and sign in from there. Oh, it's Flappers. That's cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so it's a Flappers virtual show. Um, I have no idea how it's going to go. I hope yeah. it goes well. We'll see. You miss? I kind of, I honestly miss, like, being, like, doing stand-up in front of people. Because you did oh. a lot more, like, you're, you're way more into it than me. But you miss it, right? Oh, dude, more than anything. Wait, when did you first stand up? <laughs> I, I just started last June. So I guess I'm coming up on my one-year anniversary. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Have you been writing still? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm a writer. Like, before stand-up, I was always a writer. So I have so I many jokes. Tell, I could tell from when I saw you at first. Because you got up and you just had one-liners. Yes, exactly. Because <laughs> yeah. I have lots of different areas I want to touch on. Like, I want to talk about yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah. You had a lot of one-liners. I remember that. And you wanted to cover... Um, I sorry, yeah. Uh, well, then again, I can't really tell anybody. Like I, I, no, I you can I'm give also, advice. No, I'm not really good at advice. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're. I mean, you have more experience. You have. Uh, you know what I mean, you know more than me. So, I was gonna say, like, uh, I mean, like, I mean, now, uh, people like. Uh, I was gonna say, people want to know you more. You know. Mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. nowadays because it's like when you tell a joke like let's say a joke about race or transgenders or anything people are like, mm-hmm. oh, what? like, like it's it's weird I got a few you know what I mean? <laughs> I, exa- exactly exactly and it's like because i think it, it's funny to offend i because i think it's funny if people get offended because i you're know not, you i shouldn't know, be a f- i know i've seen your act i know <laughs> <laughs> no but don't you because i think it, i think people shouldn't be offended by stuff that's my viewpoint. Exactly, but it's also like, and I hate doing this card, but I mean, that's real now. It's because you're a straight white guy. It's like, they <laughs> need to, it's weird, but it's like, but it's true. It's like, you got to do it. Yeah, yeah, you can sure. still do one-liners, but you still got to like, uh, you still got to let the audience know your stance on it before you, think you it, hit, you know, you need saying, to let them know. Do you think it makes me unlikable? Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's really? Like what I'm because I that's it's wow. not it's it's not yeah exactly, and it's not. But that's the thing. It's like when you're like I remember, like when I saw you. It's like I know you're not that guy. It's like I know you don't fucking. I think you had a abortion joke. It wasn't. <laughs> you had yeah, I got all sorts of different jokes. Yeah, yeah, but it was like I remember laughing. I laughed, but people didn't like it because. I laugh because I was like, in my head, I'm like, obviously he's not a fucking rapist or a fucking misogynist or a fucking asshole. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's not. Yeah, yeah. That, but that's just my own judgment, you know? Because if but, you were, if you were, then you wouldn't be telling people. Exactly. But for me, it was like when I see you, it's like, oh, obviously not. <laughs> he's obviously joking. You know, this is a fucking open yeah. mic and everyone's talking. But I've been hosting the mic for a while, so it's like I get it. Dude, were you there? But, when, were you there when that one guy was heckling me? Uh, you remember that? Were you which you might not have been there. There was, there was just this one guy who was like booing, like booing at, I think you were there. Because I think you were the guy who defended me. Well, I, when, maybe, maybe not. There's, it was just a random guy who was just, like I would tell a joke and then he'd be like, boo. 
I think I think that was me. Was I the one who I said I I remember? I've honestly had to tell people, hecklers to shut up before. So. <laughs> it's because you're not supposed to heckle at open mic. Yeah, well that, and it's right? also like it's like, dude. It, well, from my experience, like when I see hecklers, it's like it's like, dude. What if I like I would be like, what if I'm booing you the whole time? Let him work, not you, but not just you, but everybody. It's like let them work their shit out because the what people don't understand is for most anybody not even like open micers to professional comedians it's like it's like if you do a joke you don't have to yell or boo or anything just don't laugh and they'll get the message <laughs> yeah it's you know? like the, the worst it's thing like, is silence <laughs> yeah dude it, you know what yeah exactly because because if i say a joke right and the whole room is silent, then I'm like, that's a shitty joke, right? But if I say mm-hmm. a joke and then one person goes, boo, fuck you, then I'm like, he's an asshole. This, You know what I mean? He's an asshole. And I start getting even more defensive about this art or this stupid joke that I'm trying to write, you know? Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I want to go back. I think some people, because you're saying people like the stories and the personal stuff, but I think that's just kind of lazy that people don't want to write jokes. Um, okay. Yes, you are right. You are right. Because, Mm -hmm. um, I see it all the time, especially other like brown comedians, like brown comedians or fucking, uh, lesbians or gay. Like, that's what they do. They just, they just grab that, that I they grab that identity identity and lean on it. Yes, I get it. And especially Mm -hmm. for straight, for straight white guys, I see, you know, it's all like, oh, because especially for your one-liners, it's like, I understand you like offending, but first, mm-hmm. it's funny. It's like trying to make it more fun. Try to make seventy percent funny, thirty percent offensive. You know, go for the funny. Don't go for the offensive. Yeah, I, I get what you mean. Like you can have yeah. some offensive, but have more funny. I, I yeah, like saying. let me give you the perfect. Okay, I know exactly what comedian you are. <laughs> you're not. Wait, what you look. Well, you're going to always change, obviously. But right now, I know exactly what kind of comedian you like. So look up. Okay, have you heard of Mark Norman? Dude, he's one of my favorites. Exactly. Okay, that's exactly. So Mark Norman, for example, one of the perfect, beautifully written jokes. And it's like, and if you think about it, why it makes this so funny is you get his stance on it. And, mm-hmm. like, you know his stance, you know he's just joking, well, because he's been doing one-liners, right? And then he says, mm-hmm. he says, uh, uh, I said an abortion, after the, uh, I had an abortion joke, uh, you should keep it now, you should take, you you should keep it now, you yeah. should leave it. That, that, okay. yeah. <laughs> but before that, he said, he said, uh, he said, um, he said uh, abortion, um, what did he say again? Oh, yeah, he said. From a special? Yeah, he said, uh. <laughs> he said a girl came out to me and she goes uh hey i didn't like that abortion joke uh you know i've had an abortion and he's like whoa whoa these are just jokes i mean i think what you did was much worse so yep. <laughs> and then and then he followed it up with i mean guys like come on like guys guys i'm all for abortion i mean i paid for two and then he pointed out yep. the club. you're you remember fucking of course because because he's also like and it, I think it was the perfect joke because he's making fun of pro-lifers and pro-choicers. You yeah. Know? Yeah. He's making fun of the concept of being, feeling super strongly about anything, really. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. It's like, 
you need people to know get you that's why like try writing one-liners about you like mark norman he does that too you know he writes mm-hmm. one-liners about him because it's like like uh like you know i live with a gay person makes a gay joke you know but you know yeah. he lives with a gay person so obviously his gay joke he's just joking because he lives with a gay person <laughs> i get <laughs> it i get it yeah so yeah. i think yeah. i think everybody i i kind of i always fall into like the freedom you know like the freedom of speech people like everybody has kind of the you can say whatever you want and then people can it. judge you it. however they want Trust me. You know, I'm all defensive. Yeah. No, 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 no. Trust me. I get it. Like, I'm all for, like, you know, say whatever you want. Joke whatever you want. Like, even, like, when people would try to be like, hey, can I joke about Allah? I'm like, go ahead. Like, but it's like. (laughs) Mark Norman. Yeah, exactly. Well, praise Allah. Yeah, it's fucking great. Exactly. But but it's mainly, like, there's a difference between I'm going to say whatever I want. I get it, but it's also like this is comedy. You want everyone to like you, <laughs> you know. That's true. But I think some of them, some of the best comedians, people don't like them really. People don't necessarily like them, you know. They just entertain. They. No, I mean, um, let me try. What's like a like Dane Cook? Like people never like Dane uh, Cook. Like, They're just entertained yeah, by him. Dane, yeah, Daniel, Daniel Dane, Tosh. Tosh. He well, no, watch it. He's Daniel Tosh and Anthony Jeselnik. Like they're they're funny like it's like even though it's oh yeah get it, it's offensive but it's they're, like they're some of the best the perfect like let's say the perfect guy louis ck like everyone gets people. exactly there you go so <laughs> but it's also like there you go but he's and that's the thing is he's funny and it and that's the thing it's like it takes them years to get to this level you know anthony oh, Jessen, sure. even yeah. and daniel charles they talk about it anthony justin like has had people booed him all the time Fucking Andrew Schultz. He's like one time a guy got up on stage and punched him in the face. Jim Jeffries <laughs> got punched, punched in the face. Yeah, like, that's just crazy. That's just scary. Well, because but, that's the thing. It's like, yeah, you do. That's the thing. You do have the freedom. I, and that's to every comedian. You I think, do have the freedom to say whatever you want. But listen, that other audience member has the freedom to say whatever he or she wants. It's a yeah, but they don't have the. They, they don't have the right to put their hands on you, though. They're, that's them going too far. Yeah, I know. They don't have the right to punch you. I, yeah, exactly. But right now, there's a riot they lost their going pool. on. <laughs> yeah, but exactly. There's yeah, a riot yeah. coming on. So it's like you can't really you can't really expect what people's actions, you know? Yeah, people are uh, crazy. People people lose their cool. And, <laughs> you know, I don't. I don't. Well, I, this I don't. Even, I have no idea. You know? Yeah. Dude, I, I like this. Is fun. How much longer yeah, you this got? Is, you um, you got a few more minutes or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can do another. I can do a few more. Right. Um, I'll do another Wait. 15. Fuck it. Uh, but I was going <laughs> to say, like, by the way, when I say the riots, it's like, again, like, I, I, like, I don't have any opinion of it. Basically, what I'm saying is, yes, there is a riot happening. What I'm trying to say is people react. People get angry, you know? <laughs> so, Vi- violence is not good, though. Like, in any form, you know? Yeah. Like, even if, if you're really upset, if you're really upset about something, violence is not. I'm like all preachy right now, but I'm like all Martin Luther King. I, I'm I right like, though. Violence is never the answer. I get it, but it's also like from a from a minority's perspective, it's like. Yeah, I'm just like I mean, a white we, guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But Dude, I don't. No, not, I don't. I don't. Sorry, I don't think of like 
who I I just say stuff. Like I don't think of yeah. my identity when I say you know what I mean. I just say stuff. Exactly. It sucks. I know, I know. And 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 this is <laughs> like from one comedian to another. It's like I get but this is the day and age and it's also like that's just how it's always been for most people. It's like when you get up, you need to let within the first minute or two, you need to let the audience know who you are as a person. You know, and that's how yeah, yeah. most comedians too, like, uh, or most comedians have great openers based on who they are, uh, what their stance on something, you know, uh, what they like, look like. What, like, yeah, what they look like. Like, for example, my my opener, I don't know if you heard it, it's like this working out joke, right? And mm-hmm. when people see me, they see me, it's like, oh, I look like this confident buff brown guy. You know, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm not buff. I'm just wearing tight t-shirts, but let's just move on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, but when they see me, they see me like, oh, who's this confident guy, right? But then I have this joke about working out, about I try working out, but I just get compliments from other guys who work out. And then like, and then I mm-hmm. joke, you know, and, but then it comes with like later with the benching and whatever, um, and then right after, mm-hmm. it's the joke about, um, or my other opener, which is like, it's been my perfect opener for a while, where even though when you see me, I look Indian, but I'm actually Arab, right? But when you tell, okay. exactly, right? I'm sure you can look <laughs> Indian. Yeah, but it's yeah just sure, fine. yeah, yeah. Exactly, I didn't think about fine. it. Sometimes yeah. I, you don't have to even think about, you know, I don't know. Yeah, right? exactly. Some people which is think fine. that the first, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Well, I was Wait, go on. Sorry, I keep cutting you Go on, go on. No, you're totally fine. No, no, no. We're both excited here. Uh, if anything, <laughs> we're both like, so, so like, I, I, like, I know, I, this is what I do. I know I look Indian, but I'm actually Arab. And when I, for years and years, I try to, ex- like, come outside of stage and on stage, I try to explain that there's a difference between, I'm like, no, Indian Desis are actually Indian subregions, mainly Hinduism and also Muslims, also Arabs, you know, the difference in language and stuff. But it's like, I can't explain that. They're not going to get it. So I wrote this perfect one-liner. I go, I get up and I go, I know I look Desi, but I'm actually Arab. Oh, let me explain. I know I look like the 7-Eleven type of brown, but I'm actually the 9-Eleven. And then I just do that thumbs up uh, out. And it's one of my favorite jokes. Thank you. And it's one of my favorite jokes because it's like, it's, it sucks, but it's also like, I'm just throwing dumb society stereotypes and I'm just throwing it back in people's faces. Cause one time I got heckled from that joke. It was obviously a fucking white woman, Karen. <laughs> and she was like, no. And I was funny like, term. yeah. And, and I, and I remember this cause I go, I go, I was like, then why were you quiet when I said, or I was like, I was like, why are you yelling at me? Because you are not, I go, you are not Daisy. You are not Arab. You're just a fucking white woman who's just opinion. And because that's the thing. It's like, she hears 9-11. Oh, I have to say something. But it's like, no, this is, this is, and then I said, about this and me getting angry, but I was like, these 9-11, these are stereotypes that you gave me. So I'm throwing it back at your face, you know? And yeah. then the and yeah, it yeah. felt good because the rest of the audience were clapping and were like, "Ooh!" And then she was like, "Okay, whatever." And it felt good because like, <laughs> I you're like, "This joke is justified, goddamn it!" But yeah, you know, it's like yeah. um, I, but it's like I that's always, the thing. It's like 
even if it's offensive, if people will find it offensive, you need to know your intentions here, right? Are you, mm-hmm. if, you if, if your intentions to just offend people, people aren't going to like you. But if your intentions is I'm trying to be funny, then people are going to like you. Well, I'm always, well, I, I, it's both. I think the point of comedy, part of comedy, I think, is offending people. I think that's yeah. part, do you, don't you kind of think it's part of it? Yeah, it's it's crossing the line. It's it's finding the line and seeing if, how far you can cross the line. That's what most mm-hmm. comedians do, you know? I mean, that's what I we all do, you know? Like, if you're not crossing yeah. any lines, then you're just, I mean, you're not really making a, I don't know. It depends. Everyone has different tastes yeah. of comedy, but you yeah. know, I um, I'm 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 still like I said. I'm only like what three and a half years in this. I'm still figuring it out, but I'm still but I'm enjoying it. I'm writing every I'm writing not every day every week. Let's say that. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, like it's yeah. it's really just like um, just go for the funny, but really you need to let the audience know who you are. That's and it. I feel that. That's and but it's honestly, really just work. Oh, sorry. What's your I question? I think people can people can just tell that I'm not a bad guy. I think honestly, just like me, just smiling, like the fact that I'm smiling while I'm saying it, you can tell that everything, all body language points to, it's just a joke. And in stand comedy, you're supposed to say just jokes. You know, you're not really supposed yeah. to say truths. You're supposed to say jokes. Yeah. But that's the thing. Yeah, I agree. I 100% agree with you. But it's like, nowadays, that's just not how people vibrate now. People now will see, they see, there there are women out there, mostly white women, right? Hmm? (laughs) By the way, mostly white. (laughs) Let me me get off my, (laughs) yeah, but because there are white women who are feminists, they, all they do is get on Twitter and talk shit about white men, but then they're dating a white man, whatever. Uh, (laughs) Hypocrite. Exactly. But then they they say, I hate straight white men, right? So a lot of women, right? And then they see, and they see a guy who's like you, even though he's saying jokes and he's smiling and stuff, but what they think is he's not, he's being an asshole. No, he, he's just a douchebag. He's just smirking. He thinks he's better than me. He's trying to make they me think, mad. Do they think you I know? have privilege? Is that what it is? They think, they're like, he's using his privilege. Is that exactly. what it is? Exactly. That's, so I hate like that. that. I don't even like that word. I, just, I, I know, I get everybody it. Has, everybody has different back. Even some, believe it or not, a lot of straight white males probably were like poor growing up or they had rough upbringings or their parents yeah, were divorced or something uh, like Mark, that. Like Mark Norman. Exactly. Mark Norman even has that joke. He goes, why are we always getting on white men privilege? We should, we should heighten everyone, highlight everybody's privilege. He goes, <laughs> but he did it in a funny yeah. way. He did it. He said, exactly. he goes, he goes, Jews, no hell. Or he goes, uh, black guy, <laughs> I can't wear purple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Cause that's hilarious. Yeah, like Eddie like, Murphy in a pur- purple suit. Yeah, it's like it. It's just, it's, it's just go for the funny, and try to make it to where everyone enjoys it. But and the best way to do it is get on stage and try it on and write these jokes and keep going. It's 
your like like I said, your lane or my lane or anybody. Some people are gonna enjoy it. Some people aren't. You know, it's. But that's just what mm. comedy is. It's like, or what open mic is doing for you is just finding your shit, finding your voice, finding out your lane of comedy. That's for sure. Yeah, I think also L.A. is like the epicenter for wokeness. So you're going to run into a lot of like my style might work better in like the Midwest, you know, probably. Yeah. But the only thing exactly. is, is, is have you done the road yet? No, not at all. Then only LA. Not, yeah. It's then you don't even know if it's going to do great in the Midwest. Even me, I don't even know. So it's like, it's the only way to find out is going to the Midwest or doing the road and doing these jokes and figuring out, like, which, what works. Have you ever done the road? I mean, like, very, in the, well, like, I, I'll do shows in Dallas, like, I did shows around Dallas, I did shows in San Diego and other parts of California. Um, I'm trying to do the road this summer, hopefully, because I know everywhere else opened back up, so I'm going to see if I can do shows in in the middle of America, hopefully. Like Air, uh, Arizona and Texas. Yeah, like my plan is to. Yeah, I want to grab my friend Perry and see if we could drive down together to Phoenix or Tempe, Improv in Arizona, yeah. and see what we can do. Cool. Yeah, dude. So, like, what what are your? Is that your goal for? Like, do you do do you dip your toe into acting at all? I mean, here and there, very minimal. Like, if anything, I'm just focusing on stand-up comedy and sketch comedy. Like, my dream, like, my goal is to have my own sketch show and be a touring stand-up comedian. Who are some of your favorite comedians growing up? Ah, man. Growing up or now? Both. (laughs) Um, Whatever. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I okay, I have so many. I'd say my Mount Rushmore of comedy right now is uh, Bill Burr, Dave Vitale, Dave Chappelle, and um, Louis C.K. Like the, that's like my Mount Rushmore. Yep. And okay. then for those fe- are pretty standard. And, yeah, and then my females would be like Michelle, Michelle Wolf, Jessica Kirsten, um, uh, Jackie Cashin, and Chelsea Peretti. Like those. I those like. I can't stand Michelle Wolf's voice. Oh yeah, that's funny. Dude, dude, you know, you know what I mean. It's of course yeah, you've heard it. her talk. <laughs> she she sounds like a I don't know. It's, it could turn some people off. I think just she sounds like an old grandma or something. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> once you it's not, it's not once you fault. once you get over the voice thing, you you and you just listen to what she says. <laughs> I like. Yeah, I, know, I, know, I know. She's a nice I person. Got, She's a I good got, person. I, but I, it's so funny. funny. I, I just thought of my, I was like me as a man, just like, yeah, why don't you just listen to the, what this bitch has to say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but I, yeah, I loved her special. Um, she's great. Uh, Jessica Kirsten, she's fucking amazing. Um, oh, growing up, I obviously, Russell Peters, everyone had a Dan Cook phase, Kevin Hart, uh, my, right I'm now, to, my I'm, personal favorite. Is it right racist? Is it racist? Is it racist if I throw one out? No. Because you just said Russell Peters. Can I say yeah. what about 
let me raise raise you in Aziz Ansari. Oh yeah, yeah. And by the way, it's not racist at all. Um, okay, I know. Do, I don't know yeah. what I can and can't say nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, is Aziz, Aziz is great. Yeah, his um, he's great. Uh, Hassan Minhaj is great. Oh, my personal favorite is Fahim Anwar. Have you heard of him? Oh yeah, he's from Seattle. I'm from Seattle. Exactly. Yeah, he's so fucking brilliant. Okay. Did he just yeah, have a special that came out? He has a special on Amazon Prime. Again, with the, they, they, they got a sponsor. Amazon Prime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they sponsor this episode. Yeah, Amazon Prime. Yeah. Uh, and there is no business like show business. And his uh, his his goat face, his sketch special called Goat Face. Check it out. It's really funny. Oh, because he does the, what, Lance Can't Stop Us? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does that what? one, but I don't think it's he's Lance's in the sketch show. Okay. Do you do like do you do character work? Like, do you do characters? I I've done characters here and there, but most of my sketches haven't been like character driven. They've been more mainly plot driven. Cool. All right. I feel like I'm taking I've taken up enough of your. Wait, are you <laughs> at work right now? Yeah, I'm at work. No, no, no. I was Dang. actually just looking at the time. Okay. Um, All right. No worries. No worries. Uh, do you have any Shoot. other questions? Because we we actually hit enough time. We're almost at fifty minutes. Yeah. We're. I mean. Well, first, do you want to? You should come back on in a couple weeks. We should do this again. Yeah, I'd love to. All right. Cool. And um. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, if you have any, like, I've just been I've been reaching out to a lot of people because this is like my new. Usually I just do the podcast by myself, but this is like my, it's kind of more interesting just interviewing people. So it's fine. Yeah, man. You should let me know if you have any, let me know if you have any like comedian friends who want to, who like doing podcasts over the phone. Okay. Yeah. I would definitely love let you know. Actually, if you want, (laughs) feel free to hit up, uh, Hit up Eric, Eric Lewis Baker. He's the host. He hosts with me, that Mike that used to come to. I already I messaged him on Instagram. Oh, yeah. did he respond? He, he he hasn't got back to me yet. That's okay. Oh, okay. I've hit I've hit up so I've hit up so many people that yeah. you know what I mean. Like once you like I'm hitting I have like a three hundred batting average. Like I'm like a good I'm like a baseball like a good hitter, you know? Nice. Yeah, you know Good baseball. Stuff. Yeah, I know baseball. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that was that was the most racist part of the whole interview. <laughs> what if I? What if I, no? What would you know? What would be even funnier? It'd be funny, racist, but funny if you just go, "Oh yeah, do I need to translate it to to cricket or some shit?" <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. I was like, you know, like cricket. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, oh, oh no, I do not play. I play baseball. I don't know this baseball thing. I just play cricket. Dude, also, uh, also dude. fun fun thing to mention is like, even like as a brown comedian, it's like, I like I do a little bit of accent, but I can't do full accent. Like if I get up there like, hey everybody, what's going on? Like that's it's <laughs> it's hacky. But do you know why it's hacky? Because Russell Peters already fucking made a career out of it. You know, did he? That was his his thing was playing that up well the indian well that's what made him famous in the 90s or the early 2000s was accents 
Asian accents, Indian okay. accents, you know? I mean, there's oh, still... You know, who's, you know who's great at that? that once you said Joe Coy. Yeah, I bro, bro. That's ex- yeah, like mirroring right there. I that's exactly who I was just about to bring up. I was watching Joe oh, Coy the other day, and the accents. It's like it was so funny to me. It was so funny, and uh, mm-hmm. but it's also like if I get up at an open mic and I try to do accents, everyone's like, "You fucking hack," you know, because it's already been I think done it, before. I think it is kind of hacky though. I I think it accents is. are kind of easy it can't but also but, like sometimes but for him it's like i didn't get mad because it's like if you he's in he's in fucking uh like that you saw that special it's a huge arena it's thousands oh, Joe of people. One of the best. yeah and Cause, it's like because he accent, does it he does it as a part of his stories Exactly. Yeah, when he does his mother's Filipino accent, it's hilarious. Same as Russell Peters, he did his father's Indian accent. You know, I I don't. Mm-hmm. If, if anything, like for accents, well, I know I can do it, and you can't. But well, you can do accents. <laughs> yeah, you can do country Minnesota. I can get Yeah, exactly. Sure. Um, uh, but Minnesota. Uh, yeah, exactly. But <laughs> if uh, but if it's like the like what I learned in Groundlings, it's like. Like, when I do a character that has an accent, like, when I do my dad on stage or my mom on stage, it's, like, her accent isn't the joke. It's what she's saying is the joke because it's what she's saying, the uh, the nuance of all of her, like, in being an Arab mom, you know? Do you think you have to know a little bit about, like, the culture to understand all the jokes? Or do you think just, like, some white cracker like me could get everything? I mean, you've seen my act. I I don't know. Uh, I mean, for the most part, a lot of my jokes can translate to everybody. Um, that's but good. that's the that's thing. What you want. Like, but also like, even like like what you said, the cracker or white guy. It's like, <laughs> yeah, he's not gonna he's not gonna understand Arab Arab moms, but he has a mom and he connects with that. You know. Mm-hmm. Like I've yeah, had a South totally. African, I had South African girl. She connected with all my mom jokes because she was like, "My mom is the exact same person." Yeah. 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 It's yeah. Spread, it it's relatable. Yeah, for sure. Well, mm-hmm. dude, thanks so much for doing this, man. This was fun. Yeah. Yeah, I I had a lot of fun. Yeah, definitely hit me up like a couple of weeks from now. I'd be happy to chime in. Hopefully, I want to be at work this time. Sorry, it's month end and I got to go back to work and wrap everything up. So month end is. Oh, this is like the stressful time of the month for you? Yeah, because so for accounting, accountants, the end of the month is when you got to wrap up and close the books. So I got to work on that. All right, man. Well, good luck with ending the month. All right. Appreciate Wait, it. That's, and today, today's, your, today's your last day of the – because you don't work Saturday, Sunday. So it's your last day of the month, isn't it? Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right, man. All right. Thanks again. No problem. I'll talk to you later. Bye. All right. See ya. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Rate, review, share, subscribe, baby.